Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. On most editions of the Electronic Cottage, we often look at specific things. Specific technologies, for example. Say a new web browser or a faster cell phone transmission standard like 5G. We also often look at specific events. A giant breach of personal information at some company or other or a new federal law or regulation that's being proposed. But every once in a while, it may be a good idea to take a step or two back from discrete events and think a bit about the internet as a whole, which is, after all, the backbone of so much of life for many of us these days. So how's the internet doing these days? Well, one lens for looking at it is to compare the promise of 20 or 25 years ago to what has happened to the internet today. Consider, for example, these words from 1996, in the early, heady days of the internet and the World Wide Web. These particular sentiments display an enormous optimism. They're from, quote, a declaration of the independence of cyberspace, end quote, written by John Perry Barlow, former keyboardist and lyricist for the Grateful Dead, way back when, and one of the founders of the Electronic Frontier Foundation. Quote, Governments of the industrial world, you weary giants of flesh and steel, I come from cyberspace, the new home of mind. On behalf of the future, I ask you of the past to leave us alone. You are not welcome among us. You have no sovereignty where we gather. I declare the global social space we are building to be naturally independent of the tyrannies that you seek to impose on us. You have no moral right to rule us, nor do you possess any methods of enforcement that we have true reason to fear." End quote. On the other hand, a few years later, in 1999, Lawrence Lessig published a book entitled Code and Other Laws of Cyberspace in which he observed, quote, we will treat code-based environmental disasters, like the loss of privacy, like the censorship of sensorware filters, like the disappearance of an intellectual commons, as if they were produced by gods and not by man. We will watch as important aspects of privacy and free speech are erased by the emerging architecture of the panopticon, and we will speak, like modern Jefferson's, about nature making it so, forgetting that here we are nature. We will, in many domains of our social life, come to see the net as the product of something alien, something we cannot direct because we cannot direct anything, something instead that we must simply accept as it invades and transforms our lives." End quote. Twenty-some years later, who do you think had the more accurate vision, Barlow or Lessig? As we see in the Great Firewall of China, in laws strangling the web in Russia or Turkey or Indonesia, or, sadly, Australia, and, some would argue, in new articles in the European Union. It's difficult to agree with Barlow that governments, the weary giants of flesh and steel, have no methods of enforcement we have true reason to fear. Governments, often ham-fistedly but effectively, have shown themselves quite able to affect cyberspace in a powerful and very effective way. 
so too have commercial organizations like Google and Facebook and Amazon. And the combination of the two, government and commerce, have brought about an internet that very often resembles the less-than-happy situation described by Lessig two decades ago, when, to many, the web seemed the epitome of democratic possibility. We commend both Barlow's original declaration and Lessig's much more scholarly book to anyone interested in the current and future reality of the internet in our lives. And now, 20 years after publication of Code and Other Laws of Cyberspace, we have another very important book that looks at the cyberspace most of us increasingly live in. It carries a somewhat startling and perhaps disturbing title, quote, Click Here to Kill Everybody, end quote. The author is Bruce Schneer, who The Economist has described as, quote, one of the world's leading experts on computer security and arguably the most articulate. End quote. The book's title is not meant as a joke, and here's why. The Internet is connecting more and more of our lives, from doorbells that can see, to baby monitors, to the cars we drive, to the refrigerators we store our food in. He refers to this world as Internet Plus, and it makes possible a lot of things that were never possible before, not all of which are good. Schneier points, for example, to three not-so-hypothetical examples in this Internet Plus world. Quote, The first is a cyber attack against a power grid. The second is murder by remote hacking an Internet-connected car. The third is the click-here-to-kill-everybody scenario, involving replication of a lethal virus by a hacked bioprinter. The first example has already happened, the capability has been demonstrated for the second. The third remains to be seen." End quote. Though 20 years apart, Lessig and Schneer agree on a key point. The only entity that is powerful enough to secure cyberspace is government. But as the examples of China and the other countries mentioned earlier illustrate, that power is not always used in the interests of the citizens of cyberspace or indeed, a physical space. At least in countries with elected governments, however, it's up to citizens to make elected representatives do what needs to be done to secure cyberspace and to secure the rights of those of us who use cyberspace, from government and corporations alike. Schneer observes that, quote, nearly all of the major policy debates of the 21st century will involve technology. Whether the subject is weapons of mass destruction, robots, climate change, food safety, or drones, understanding policy demands understanding of the relevant science and technology. More generally, we need to start making moral and ethical and political decisions about how the Internet Plus should work. You, the reader, can help bring this all about. We've been mesmerized by the incredible promise of those technologies while failing to anticipate the problems. Now you have to push against the status quo. Encourage your elected officials to take these threats seriously. Make Internet plus security and privacy a campaign issue. It won't matter to our leaders if it doesn't matter to us. 
end quote. If these issues do matter to you, take a look at these writings, all of which are very understandable and well-written, and see what you think. Let us know what you think if you'd like. Send a little note to info at weru.org with electronic cottage in the subject line, and we'll do our best to step back every now and again and ponder the internet big picture right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. <music>